Hello, this is Deborah Smart, your One Smart Lady in Publishing. I always open with, I hope you can see my smile as you listen to my voice. This week, it is a little harder for me to bring forth that visual created by my voice because of the death of my younger brother, Dr. Eric Owen Wilson. Eric went home to be with the Lord on Wednesday, November the 3rd, 2021. I had already planned November's theme to be leaving a legacy. Over the next four weeks, you will hear my guests and myself talk about the businesses and projects that will, will be left behind when our time is done here on earth. I know that everyone is not a Christian and everyone does not believe there is another life after death, but my brother and I did. The legacy Eric leaves behind are his children, his three children, his 13, I believe his 13 <laughs> grandchildren, the many individuals he has brought to accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior. One of Eric's treasures that he left behind is his first book, Storms, Sunshine, and a Rainbow, Going Through to a Breakthrough. He was working on a book based on the book of Revelations when he passed, and I'm praying that we can get hold of the manuscript and continue his work with the help of the Holy Spirit. As I was going through the chapters, I found so many that I know would bless you. I want to begin with the one um, opening up with the dedication and about the author section. Storms, Sunshines, and a Rainbow. Dedication. To my two beautiful daughters, Stephanie and Stacy, and my son, Stephen. To my 10 grandchildren, which I believe he has 13 at this time, of my reading, to my mother Dorothy and my brothers and sisters, to the entire Wilson family all over the country, I love you all so much. To my brother-in-law Roberto E. Simmons, thanks for your support which allows this book to be published. My prayer is that I desire all of you live as God's plans for a prosperous life in Christ. God bless you all. A special thanks again to the Holy Spirit who led me through a supernatural effort to complete this book. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Philippians 4:13. About the author. Eric Owen Wilson, a licensed minister who accepted Jesus Christ in the spring of 1977. I had my case of adversity when I was a baby. Jaundice took control of most of my blood and I ended up with cerebral palsy and, hear and hearing loss. Doctors told my mother I wasn't going to live past 10 or would be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. My miracle came when I learned to walk when I was four years old. I was able to talk clearly when I was eight through speech therapy. I was raised in the church and I always believed there was a God but never understood who Jesus was. The greatest miracle occurred at the age of 15. I joined a community football team and became one of three best receivers. I was fast, although I didn't run straight all the time and caught those footballs with pride. I also played baseball and basketball. I graduated from Wyden Memorial School in 1971. I attended Charles Morris Price School of Advertising and Journalism and graduated in 1973. My dream was becoming a sports journalist, which never happened. God had other plans later in my life.
A decade after I accepted Christ as my Lord and Master, I started to write a prison magazine. I published it for inmates in Philadelphia from 1989 to 2009. I wrote newsletters and distributed tracts in my community. In 2009, I began to write daily Christian devotions and share them on Facebook. It is an outreach ministry to well over 13,000, including people all around the world. I moved from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania after 57 years to the state of Georgia. I found my love of my life, Larise Simmons, who I married. I joined Open Word, Mich Open Word Christian Ministries and Caribbean Mission Outreach Incorporated. I am the father of three grown children, Stephanie, Stacy, and Stephen, from a previous marriage, and ten, at that time, grandchildren. I was blessed to have three brothers and three sisters. I am grateful that my mother, Dorothy, who at that time was 81 years young, and at this writing is able to witness publishing this book. I thank my Heavenly Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for rebuilding a man of faith in me. I am filled with joy and full of great expectation. I am now the author of this inspiring book. Eric wrote about his struggles getting a job also um, because of his loss of hearing and how he couldn't get on disability and was told that just because he lost his hearing he still had the use of his hands and legs and could find work. They didn't realize the limitation he had because of, of uh, that was placed on him by the cerebral palsy. So he decided to write this book to earn his income. What storm are you going through? There is abuse of all kinds, childhood abuse, domestic violence. In last, week, last week's episode, Valerie Stansel talked about her experience with dating abuse and the dangers of online dating. She also writes about it in her forthcoming book, Night in Rusted Armor, Mistaken Identity. Sex trafficking is another abuse. In episode 16, Levita Cameron talks about her forthcoming film, Red Light, which covers the horrors of sex trafficking and the violence that comes with it. My dear friend and associate Zola Amanada is working with Women Come Get Your Children, an organization focused on sex trafficking. There are so many storms around us, illness, death of loved ones, separation or divorce, homelessness, joblessness, these are all storms we face in life. The chapters I selected to read are short and they're from Eric's book and I pray that they're a blessing. Chapter 55, Stay Focused Beyond the Storm. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Romans 12, 1, King James Version. As he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his, daily, take up his cross daily and follow me. Luke 9, 23, King James Version. God always wants us to have his attention. When things are shaky around us, we sometimes fear what will happen next. That is when we need to remember that God is in control of the future and we need to concentrate on him. Remember in Matthew 14, 28-31, after witnessing Jesus was walking on the water and Peter wanted to do the same, 
Peter spoke with great faith when he stated, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. Jesus told him to come. Peter stepped out of the boat and walked on water toward Jesus. All Peter had to do was focus on Jesus. As long as he kept his eyes and faith on him, he was able to walk on the water. When he became distracted with the storm around him, Peter took his eyes off the Lord and began to sink. When you encounter a storm, you need to stay focused to prepare for spiritual territory. In order to gain your victory, you have, have to trust God and forget your problems, your temptations, your worldly influences, ungodliness, and daily battles. The people around you can be the source of distractions. However, you must be aware of them and be careful not to let them trap you and take over your mind. Sometimes it takes attention, discipline, and skill to overcome distractions. Do not lose heart. Focus on God. It will determine your success. Just as God did not limit Peter to walk on water, he also won't limit us. He will take care of our financial needs, our spiritual needs, and our physical needs. There is no limit of how far God can take us. Focus on God alone. Make time to enter your own closet and talk to God. Confess your sins and where you failed Him. Ask for His direction in your paths. And don't forget to thank Him for how far He has brought you and for the many blessings, blessings He bestows on you along the life's journey. He will soon make you a walker of water, not just someone sitting on the sideline. You can overcome your storm. Don't doubt. Don't give up and don't get distracted. Read and meditate your Bible and you will find many more examples of individuals doing mighty things when they give up on distractions around them and focus totally on God and His will. In closing, let's not forget David. He was only a small young boy. He had the distraction of war in front of him and Goliath, the giant, taunting him. David blocked out the distractions and relied completely on God. By staying focused and in prayer, David had, had victory over Goliath with just one stone and a slingshot. David focused on how big God is, not Goliath. Yes, we serve a big God, and we can overcome the fear of what our storm will do to us. We will always turn successful at the end. Chapter 56, Avoid Distractions. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, King James Version. Distraction is something that diverts attention, something that interferes with concentration or takes attention away from something else. It is the opposite of focus. Peter got out of the boat and started focusing on walking on water, eyes set on Jesus. When boisterous wind was a distraction to Peter's focus, he began to sink into the water. Jesus was focusing on his upcoming ministry by fasting 40 days and 40 nights. The tempter, as we know as the devil, distracted him, knew he was in the flesh and was in hunger. The tempter interrupted him and said, 
If thou be the Son of God, command these stones to be made bread. Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. If the devil try to distract and tempt Jesus, he will try to distract everyone who follows Jesus. Make sure you know the word. Distraction can mess with your focus and go, go another direction. Hebrews 12, 1-2 Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. You can't run this race and be distracted. Every sin and weight must be taken care of by the Lord so you can focus. If someone comes running out of the stands to wave at you, you are distracted. A runner is not to look to the right or left side of the track, eyes on making the finish line. The Word of God is also in front of the runner, reading, med meditating, and quoting scripture. If you are not in the Word, you can easily be distracted. Your marriage, your job, or business, your health, your children, and your integrity can be, risk, be at risk. While God has worship centers, the devil has clubs and bars. While God has fruit of the spirit, the world has the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. 1 John 2:15. We are in the world, but not of the world. Back in the wilderness, Satan hated Jesus for kicking him out of heaven. All he wanted is the Father to be disappointed in Jesus, and the mission would cease. Jesus had no struggle with the devil, because he is the Word of God. We as Christians, as we go through a storm or any given situation, we might struggle by our inner storms, yet we must have faith in God and stand firm in His Word with His help. Satan can do no harm to you when you speak God's Word and have faith in the power of prayer. Victory is yours by staying focused on Jesus and resisting the devil who is already defeated. Chapter 57, Our Hiding Place. For the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Psalm 27, 5, King James Version. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalm 46, verse 1, King James Version. The Lord Almighty is our hiding place, a very help in times of trouble. Do not stand in dread of those things that seem to be out of control or tremble in fear of what might happen. When we call upon Him and we feel His presence, we will feel safer than we ever felt before. Who wouldn't feel safer in the arms of the Creator of the universe? Fear disappears when we are in the hiding place. Whatever is happening in this world, let not your heart be troubled. Just hide yourself in the presence of God. He is also our strength. We can get stronger in His presence. We feel so safe in our hiding place. The sunshine brightens our day and brings us hope. Yet even when the morning comes and we can't see the sun, remember, 
It still shines even behind the clouds covering the earth. Our spiritual sun sunshine comes from the memories written and told by our loved ones. That is why I am such a passionate person calling on our older in, uh, individuals who, if they don't have stories to tell about their life's journey, but they know of stories from their elders, we want those stories written so they can be shared for generations to come. I've written five books, four paperback and one ebook. I've helped over 50 authors get their books written, edited, and published. It is my intention to continue writing and publishing stories. In the next chapter, Claim God's Promises, Eric talks about even people of faith lose hope. Yet when we hold on to God's promises, we will prevail. And I'm looking to prevail over this aging process that I am currently going through. And I'm so thankful that the Lord has given me this podcast and continues to give me the skill to write and to create a video uh, to get messages out that I'm, I'm praying are very um, inspirational to you. Chapter 58, Claim God's Promises. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God stands forever. Isaiah 48, King James Version. Faithful people do lose hope. They meet with hard times, seemingly hopeless times, and just boring times. This is the time to look to God's promises in the Bible. In faith, they that trust that God will honor those promises, and they find hope in that. The scriptural promises are words from God sent to give comfort to those who seek to live as God leads them. The Bible has 7,487 promises for each believer in Christ. These promises are only available to the person who believes he or she is truly a child of God. There are two important things that you must do to claim God's promises. Number one, be obedient. A Christian who believes in the true and living God is also an obedient Christian. You can't claim God's promises without obedience. You must learn to quote the promised scriptures back to God and always believe it will come to pass. Meditate on it daily and not only read or hear the word, but do exactly what it tells you. Prayer of faith. Have complete faith that he will provide what's best for you. Once you ask, know it's going to happen in the way and at in the way and at the time that's best for you. You must have patience. God doesn't deal with time. He deals working out our good and working in our best interests. Never waver in your faith. Just believe in your heart. In 1993, I claimed scriptures for my complete healing. The healing promises. The Lord told me never to cease from praying for my healing. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ concerning you. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17-18 The Lord also told me he will do mighty things I could never imagine. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Jeremiah 33, 3 Anything is possible if you have faith. Mark 9:23. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. 
He redeems my life from the pit and crowns me with love and compassion. Psalm 103, 2-4 I will give you back your health again and heal your wounds. Jeremiah 30, 17 But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Isaiah 53, 5 I thank God every day for sparing my life with his healing power. So claim one of God's promises and watch God move on your behalf. That was Eric's chapter 58, Claiming God's Promises. Um, he went on to suffer a number of ailments. One of them was liver disease, liver cancer. He went on to defeat leukemia and he went on to overcome the limitations of cerebral palsy. At my brother's death, he had just received, I believe this year, his doctorate degree in theology. So he's Dr. Eric Owen Wilson. I want to finally speak about the rainbow experience um, it, that he wrote in chapter 117. These colors, red, yellow, gold, green, blue, purple, and orange, are the promises in our life when we walk this faith walk. Learning to rely on our God, the treasures of heaven to pour out a blessing that we cannot even contain. Trust God for your rainbow. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. The water shall never become a flood to destroy all flesh. Genesis 9, 13, verse 15. Remember, he said, the water shall never be become a flood to destroy all flesh. He didn't say there would never be floods. Also keep in mind, God has the last word in everything we plan or hope to accomplish. I leave you with these final words written by Eric. Loving God with your whole heart is the key to everything in life because your relationship with God affects everything and everyone in your life. It is impossible to love God. God too much. However, it is easy to fall short of loving God with your whole heart. In a moment of honesty with myself and the Lord, I asked, Lord, how can I love you more? Instantly, the Lord responded, be thankful. Friends, I am thankful for the gift of my brothers and sisters. Each one is passed on and of my father's first set of children. I am the last one standing. I am thankful for my younger brother Paul and Sister Jan, um, children of my father's second marriage. And I had the pleasure of working with Jan in editing and publishing her first book of poetry, Contemplating Eve, The Collected Works. Jan has gone on and written at least five more poetry books. She is very active throughout Connecticut, reading in library circles and reading circles her poetry and inspiring others. I am thankful for my ability to continue working in a field that I love and have the youthful spirit to want to continue for as long as I have breath. I will continue my talk and celebration of my brother and siblings in upcoming blogs both written and recorded on my website onesmartladyproductions.com and also shared on YouTube. Thank you for listening in. 
please download and subscribe to Smart Talks with One Smart Lady. I have more wonderful guests planned for the rest of, of 2021. If you are thinking about writing, if you know someone who is considering writing or telling their story, please get them in contact with me, uh, Deborah Smart. They can go to onesmartladyproductions.com and there, is, there are a number of opportunities for them to connect. Um, contact me. There is a little green button at the top of the, of the uh, website that says Ask One Smart Lady. Click on that and they can contact me directly. This is Deborah Smart, your One Smart Lady in Publishing, saying be blessed, just right, stay focused on the Lord's Word, and you will not be sorry. He will get you through the highs and the lows and the turmoils that you may be facing at this time. Take care until next time.